Hi, welcome to Mare Studies. I'm your host, Jill. Hey, you almost got through it. Hello, I'm your other host, Lucas. And we're already off to a good start. We're having a good time over here. We are having a good time. Lucas just spent 30 minutes standing, but once I got him to sit down. Yeah, you know, I had a little pent-up energy. I didn't get I didn't get much action today. I didn't go to the gym. I was like, what are the, why are we talking about that? I was just sitting in front of my desk all day, is what I'm saying. Like, I needed to move around. Okay. So this week, we're here to talk about another kind of green. Your choice. And I would like to thank everybody who said in the comments, great choice, Jill. It made me feel very validated. All two of you. No, there were three. There were three. I'm so close. How dare you? Anyways, before we get into that, though, we have to jump into John in the News. I'm oh, getting yeah. right into the episode because I have three John in the Newses. Love it. The first is Jill and Lucas in the News. Oh. Spotify wrapped. Can... Oh, yes. We did have a Spotify wrap. Yes, it was so fun looking at it and posting it and seeing that you guys love us. Thank you for loving us. Some of you more than others. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I am I have no shortage of uh, desire for love in my life, so I appreciate all of it. That is true. I also appreciate it for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was really neat to... I mean, we know people listen, obviously, because mm-hmm. we can see the listener play count. Right. But I don't know. It's just a different perspective, like all the countries and how mm-hmm. people have found us through what, WhatsApp or clicking a link or whatever. I just loved it and just want to say thank you to everybody for checking us out. Yeah, we, we did really well with like being shared. Like, yeah, went, so, right? Yeah, so that's the community. That's you guys sharing us with your friends and saying, hey, you should check this out. So thank you very much for that. I appreciate that yeah. a lot. Um, and it's, yeah, it was fun seeing us in reference to other people's podcasts, you know? like yes. I have our numbers. I don't have other people's numbers. No, so but now was... we do. Now we do. Now we know. Actually, if you go on Pod Bay, you can look up anybody's oh, numbers. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you're the expert here. You're the podcasting expert. I'm that just I am. the guy who flaps his jaws sitting next to you. <laughs> so um, back to John. I'm just arm candy. Oh, my God. For the podcast. <laughs> that no one can see. Um, so since you're really here for John and not us, or well, mostly John, partially us, mm-hmm. he was at a party in Miami. It was Ooh. very exclusive. It had a name I can't pronounce it and bother writing it down, but it had to do with watches. Oh, okay. And someone named Francois was there. Nice. And I just think that saying Francois is a lot of fun. Yeah, I can see um, that. And he looked handsome. Not Francois. Francois. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Francois is fine, but obviously I'm not going to notice anyone else in the picture. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he's a picture with a lot of people, men and women. I managed to look at it all fine. Okay. Because I have a new perspective of like, obviously, John Mayer's not going to date me. So mm-hmm. I probably should just, in my mind, mm-hmm. let him be happy doing his own thing. I think that's a really healthy place to be. I think it's where I am today. Okay. And we'll see where I'm at next week. So who is he dating now? Did him and Cassie get back together or they just... Are like... you saying that to agitate me? Because you know they never dated. Oh, okay. So they can, you can't get back together Are they with in like a you... situationship? No, she has a boyfriend that's not... You are. You're doing it to bother uh, me. No, you like... Because you sent me something that was like <laughs> her hugged up on him. Because specifically bothers me. Oh, Because okay. their chemistry on Current Mood was so good, you uh-huh. couldn't help but cheer for them as a couple, which uh. goes against every fiber of my being. Look at our... I started out healthy and you ruined it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Moving on. Um, also, John was in New York for Thanksgiving. Okay. And he took a picture with Andy Cohen's mom. Aw. And any picture Andy posts goes viral, right? right. Uh, but it was so funny because his mom is very short. Okay. And John is very tall. He's and people a tall were like, fellow. hot new couple alert. Nice. That couple didn't bother me at all. Oh, okay. And that's it. What if, like, what no, if don't he agitate me again. actually settled down Ugh. with someone who was like 20 years older than him? And he's like, this is just the one. I would prefer that to 20 years younger, so that's... Hey, he doesn't hit on 19, so... 
I have a lot to say about that line. I'm so excited for that line. Moving on. Song bio. Song bio. Hey, this is uh, off the Try album, which is the one and only official John Mayer tribute. Or tribute. <laughs> John Mayer you trio. You started John Mayer tribute band. You know I've had a couple people approaching me about it that, It would actually. make a lot of sense. Yeah. I'll play uh, tambourine. Maybe, maybe, there's not a lot of tambourine in John Mayer songs. Exactly. <laughs> I'll play arm candy. <laughs> uh, you can do the um, terrible horse cloppy sound in Badging Gun. Okay, it I sounds can do like that. a horse. You're riding a horse, and there is a tambourine. There's a tambourine in St. Patrick's Day. Okay, and that guy who let me into the meet and greet, even uh-huh. though we were one pass short, I forget his name now. Mm-hmm. He runs on stage, and someone throw it to him. It's not you. Know, I don't think it's a tambourine. I think it's one of those things that you shake that has a lot of little bells on it. It's like a Christmas sound. Oh, uh, like a sleigh bell. Yes, that's not what it is, but yes. Oh, okay. okay go ahead. Okay. Uh, and so this is the John Mayer trio, which is just the three cats. Hence a trio. Hence the name. Yeah. John, Steve Jordan on drums, mm-hmm. also sharing production. Not like producing a live album is that is that tricky, but right. um, sharing production credit with John and then Pino Palladino on bass. Just the three of them. Recorded live. Um, so that's pretty cool. One and done. Yep. This song only exists on Try. It's not on any of the other albums. And there's surprisingly few live recordings of it. So mm-hmm. it kind of just exists there. And okay, no I else. thought maybe I just was doing something wrong. Because no. that leads right into favorite or notable versions yeah. where I was not finding any. So there is an, a really interesting video mm-hmm. from, uh, I want to say 2004, mm-hmm. 2005. So right around the time that this album came out. And I can't make sense of this video. Mm-hmm. Because John Mayer is already John Mayer at this point, right? Heavier right. Things has been out uh, inside... Or, or inside wants out, inside wants out is out, and room for squares is out, and heavier things is out. He's already had won a Grammy. He's mm-hmm. a pretty big name. He's the continuum's p- not out. Continuum's not out yet. Okay. Um, this so this is right either right before Try came out or right after Try came mm-hmm. out, and I can't quite place the date. Um, he's playing at some place in New York. Okay. And it's like a restaurant. And everyone is just talking. No way. Yes, I swear to How you. How do you know it's post all those albums? That's what it says in the bio on the, on the YouTube video. I mean, New York's a tough crowd. It says not like the upload date, like in the title yeah. of it, it has the, John Mayer, the date. Yeah, 2000 whatever. New York, yeah, what? and he's playing just him and his acoustic guitar playing another kind of green, and you can just it's. Just the audience just constantly talking. Could like you imagine you if I was at that restaurant? restaurant? I, I was thinking about that. I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad Jill wasn't there because she would have like <laughs> absolutely caused a scene. And you guys all need to be quiet. Yes. So that's the only live video of this song I was able to find. I didn't even find that. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that wraps up that segment. That goes really fast, right? <laughs> you picked a deep cut. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, so, which is funny because it made me mad that you didn't know the song. Mm-hmm. And then I got a lot of people like, oh, I love this song. Oh, Jill, great pick. Thanks for picking it. And then one person was like, I've literally never even heard of this. Mm-hmm. And if they're on our podcast page, you right. have to imagine on some level they're a big fan. So I just thought that was interesting. Usually it's one, we're all in. We all know it's a deep cut. Right. Super popular. Everyone's confused by it. And... This had a mixed bag. Like, I've heard the song. Like, yeah. I know I could have sang you the melody to the song, but mm-hmm. I hadn't, like, listened to listen to it much. Sure. So, I guess I'll open with the song meaning. Yeah, since it's your choice. Here's one of the reasons I love the song. Okay. Which actually bleeds into the lyric segment, but that's okay. Is because of the cleverness. Mm-hmm. Another kind of green, instead of saying, you know, the grass is always greener. Yeah. Um, the hit on 19 line, which I'll get into later. 
But, you know, obviously, I think the message is pretty clear. Mm-hmm. Although there's some parts that, that, that confuse me a little bit. Um, that it's just about, you know, seeing another couple break up and thinking, oh, should we break up too? Is the grass greener? Or should I stay where I am? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, very much. I don't, I, don't, I don't think that it's about the couple wondering if they should stay together. Well, that's how it starts. I feel like... Oh, oh the other couple. I yeah, I yeah. feel like this is... He's talking about the girl he's in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. And she had a friend. Sarah's friend. Sarah's friend. Sarah's Never the mind. girl, right. Mm-hmm. Sarah's friend... Um, broke up with her relationship, and she's making the single life look very glamorous. And so she, he's afraid she won't be far behind. And yes, and so then, then in the second verse, he's just like, oh, you know, everything's going, you know, we were going well, and then nothing's changed and nothing's wrong, but now it seems like you might want out. Yeah. You know, and he's like, I'm not going anywhere. I don't want out. Right. I think this is the thing for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this song is mostly about him trying to convince her, like, you know, I, I know what I want, and it's you. But the better isn't out there, the better is here. Sure. Yeah, I, I would agree with all that. Um, okay, I'm just going to say it now. So it. everyone's like, oh, they don't hit on 19. Such a clever line. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just found out about that line. Uh-huh. I thought he was saying something about being on my team. Uh, okay. So I just kind of mumbled my way through it, and uh-huh. I did it in team. If you're trying to convince someone to stay with you. Yeah. Do you tell them, look, you're not like that great. You're not perfect, mm-hmm. but you're good enough. And I probably won't get better if I if I gamble with this. I'm not going to hit on 19. What is that? That is rude. I, I totally Offensive, agree with you. Hurtful. I, I, I think it's important not to attempt to make our partners be perfect in our, in our eyes yes. or require perfection. I agree. I think it's totally okay with saying you are not a perfect person. Mm-hmm. But the, exactly, exactly your interpretation of it is how I would interpret it. He's saying, I don't hit on 19. You're good enough mm-hmm. and I'm probably not going to get better mm-hmm. as opposed to you are enough. Exactly. Right? Like you are what I want. Yeah. So that just that metaphor le- leaves – you know, so do you watch you watch Love is Blind, right? Um, obviously. Okay. So it's we the just the only I, terrible show I watch. I just finished watching season three and there's that moment where there's that one couple So much to unpack. And he tells I don't know their names because I didn't obviously, really watch it. Obviously that one couple He tells her like, Oh, you're a nine, but the Colleen girl was a ten. That was such a fiasco. Right? Um Is that Matt? And no, Zay? it was it was Who's Zay's boyfriend? Colin no, not Colin. He has the same Barnett. He's the same last name as somebody else. Oh. Anyway, go ahead. Anyways, but you know what I'm talking about. This isn't a Love is Blind podcast. <laughs> right. Uh, where uh, So he's like, you're a, you're a nine, but this other chick is a ten. So hurtful. And so I'm watching it with my daughter and my mm-hmm. wife, right? Mm-hmm. We're all with my teenage daughter. We're all watching it. And Nevaeh is just freaking out at that line. She's like, I that's so. terrible. That's terrible. Yeah. That would give me such a complex. You can't say that. And so I said, look, I don't think a relationship is based upon the fact that you find the person you're in relation with to be the most attractive person on the planet. Yeah. I don't think my wife thinks I'm the most attractive person on the planet. Right. I'm also very secure in our relationship. Like, I don't think she's going anywhere. But there's different ways to say but that. But exactly. Yeah. That's it. So that's that's the point that I'm getting to here is, like, it's totally okay to be, like, you know, acknowledging flaws mm-hmm. in your partner mm-hmm. and that there are things about them that are imperfect. Mm-hmm. But it's different than when you measure it up against, like, 
oh, well, I need it to be at least with a, a 9, and you're a 9.1. It's the so, numbers. Yeah. Just stay away from numbers. Yep. And John is such a wordsmith, so I can't wrap my brain around this, because really, if you're trying to get someone to stay, mm-hmm. I don't think that he thinks that's a good idea to say. And really, I think if he wrote it, like, I envision him writing it and him looking back and being like, oh, that's kind of hurtful. But dang, that's clever. So I'm going to keep it anyway. I don't think he meant it how it comes across. I, I don't either, and I don't think he had any recognition of it, because he wrote the song 18 years ago. Well, I don't know what that has to do with anything. Well, I think this is very much how a traditional male point of view, where they would say, I can see so many people that I know, Mm -hmm. young, especially young men Mm -hmm. in their 20s, saying saying that line and being like, yeah, you know, you you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. you're you're a 19, you know, and I'm so I'm not going to hit on on it because you're good. You know, you're good enough in. Just thinking, her thinking they're doing something, right? And just not really understanding yeah. because guys, I don't know if you know this or not. Oh, please mansplain it to are, me. Are notoriously bad at understanding women. Oh, shocking! <laughs> this is brand new information. Yeah, exactly. So I could totally see him like for years and years. I think now he wouldn't write that line. Yeah. But 2004, John Mayer. I don't, I don't know that it ever occurred to him that this might be problematic. I mean, that's disappointing. Also, it's, it's very disappointing because it's new to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, more mad about it than I would have if I'd known that this were the lyrics right. the whole time. And Because I wouldn't have had a problem with it if I was listening to this in 2004. I'd been mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's, that's clever, yeah. Ridiculous. I would probably, probably would have said it to somebody. You, know you absolutely would have. And it is clever. I mm-hmm. stand by that it's clever. Uh-huh. There's, no, there's no argument there. But the amount of people who are like, this is the best line, and they would just say, I don't hit on 19. They right. wouldn't say the first part. I'm like, are they leaving it out because they know it's bad? Mm-hmm. Am I being oversensitive and I'm the only person who thinks it's bad? But it made me a song I was so excited about talking about and I thought I loved. And I'm like, oh, well, hmm. Yeah. Whatever, John. Let's talk about a lyric I do like. Wait, I, we, ha- oh, we, okay. have to talk, we have to really talk about it. I know this what? is not a Taylor Swift podcast. No, why are you bringing her up? She wasn't even around yet. I know she wasn't around she yet. She's like a I, child. I'm a, I'm absolutely aware of the timetable. This is not about Taylor. Oh. But it's just hilarious in hindsight, isn't what? it? To li- look at this line and be like, I... I'm, I'm oh, not, I know. I don't I, hit literally, on 19. I'm, I'm listening to this for the podcast. So it's mm-hmm. the first time I've listened to it in a long time. So I always skip this song. And it's coming through. And he's like, I don't hit on 19. I'm like... Taylor might disagree with that. This is literally, I said it out loud when I heard that. It was just like the first thing I thought of. It's just make it the drinking game. Every time we say Taylor. It's not a Taylor Swift podcast. That when you wrote that comment on our Instagram uh-huh. post, I actually like laughed out loud. I think Girl, we're going to change. not bad for yeah. not being a Taylor Swift podcast. I think we need to change the name of the podcast to not Mayor Studies. Swift. Mayor Studies, not a Taylor <laughs> Swift <laughs> podcast. Yep. Okay, what is the, what is the line you do like? Uh, first of all, um, and don't need another kind of green to know I'm on the right side with you. Clever. Mm-hmm. I like that. Clever. Way, the whole song, clever. A fun way to say something that's a traditional phrase. Mm-hmm. But I also like you don't need to lose to know that you had it good. Mm-hmm. And I also want to point out this, so go and drift away from me, new philosophy, mm-hmm. move into someone else's place, all that. And it's interesting how the music changes for that part too. Yeah, it's like, oh, here's the depressing part. Mm-hmm. Um, is similar to... Song which name I forgot because uh, I didn't write it down. There's some on Search for Everything. There's some song when he talks about like you go and cut your hair and pretend to like a new guy. What song is that? Um, it's like a Katy Perry breakup song. But it's just interesting that this many years later we're still, he still has, he can really put his finger on what a girl does after a breakup, which hmm. is interesting how he's studying them after <laughs> he breaks up with them. It kind of leads to the 
sort of bad things people say about him and almost enjoyment of breaking up with and heartbreaking people because he's like, oh, they cut their hair. Never on the day you leave. Thank you. They yep. cut their hair. They move in with a guy. They pretend they like him more than they do. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you got a little too mm -hmm. clever for your own good. <laughs> Why am I so mad at the song I picked? I don't know, guys. Well, I, I really like... Uh, uh, don't need another kind of green. So we said that he didn't phrase, we don't like the way he phrased, phrased the hit on 19. Right. I do like the way he phrases this. I think yeah. it's the exact exact same situation, but he does it correct here. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, I don't need another kind of green. Mm -hmm. It's not that this isn't green and that is. Mm -hmm. It's not that that's greener. Mm -hmm. It's not that that's better. It's just different. Mm -hmm. Right? It's almost like friends when uh, uh, Rachel asks Ross, about the coffee shop or the coffee shop I girl. I just watched that, a clip of that. Uh -huh. And she, he, she was like, was, he, was she better than me? Like, don't answer, don't answer. And he was like, she it was, was different. different. <laughs> yes. Um, but that's what he's saying here. He's just like, you know, it's not that out there is better. Mm -hmm. It's just different. It's just another kind of green. And I like this. I'm on the right side of the fence. You yeah. know, I like being here. You know, I think we got something wrong, though. I was what? just reading. Is that this, is, this isn't him trying to talk a girl into staying. This is him talking a girl into that he's not going to leave. Because, no, because the bridge. But he says, I fear you won't be far behind thinking I'll be the next to leave. Mm -hmm. I know I might be anxious, but I'm still not crazy. Yeah, he's he, trying to talk her into... No! Because Sarah's friend left, and she made it look so sexy, and so then he's like, you might be far... You won't be far behind. You're going to leave, too. No! I fear you might be far behind thinking I'll be the next to leave. Mm -hmm. You think he's saying, I, I fear you won't be far behind, period. Thinking I'll be the next to leave... That doesn't even make sense. Well, but look at verse two, he's, where he says, "I, I think used, it's both. I used to be the one that you saw." Yeah, that—that's what confuses me. I don't understand anything that happens right there. Why it's in the song? They well, hit a wall. Yeah, because he's saying like, "You've changed. No, nothing's changed. Yeah, nothing's wrong. It's boring. The relationship now. is the same. I'm the same. Mm -hmm. My feelings for you are the same. You are changing because." The lyrics lead me to believe because of what your friend is doing. I think we can make an argument for both. Mm -hmm. And I think that he's the defender of the relationship. Yes. Either way, the, yes. the core theme is the same. Yeah. But I'm going to have to put up a poll. All right. Yeah, because agree the, with me. The bridge is him like, here's what's going to happen. You're going to keep this. You're going to keep up with this. I can feel like I'm losing you, right? I already feel that. So you're going to mm -hmm. go and drift away. Um, and like think of, you know, reframe your world for a world that doesn't have us together in it. Mm -hmm. And you're going to move into somebody else's place and stare into some other eyes. No, I agree with that. It's just up top I don't agree right. with it. So and then confusing. realize we had a good. Yeah, you know? just not as good of a song as I thought it was is all I've learned, oh, okay. basically. Uh, do you have a favorite lyric? Or no, you already shared your favorite lyric right now. Yeah, I like, I like the... I, so the structure of the song is interesting. Mm -hmm. There's no guitar solo. So it's very simple. Yeah. But I it's, like it, the simpleness. Like, if you Simplicity. really want to micro-dissect it, there is a verse, pre-chorus, chorus, and then it just follows that verse, pre-chorus, chorus. I was just chorus. about to say that. Yeah. But you could also just kind of think of it as one long movement, right? Yes, I would agree with that. Like, and, and it has, like, two movements, mm -hmm. and then the bridge, and then the end section, right? Yeah. Because um, they, they just kind of flow together. And uh, especially for a try record, there's no yeah. guitar solo. Which and is I feel like his voice and singing, other than the really high yoo-hoo's, uh -huh. is very mellow. 
And, and also the meter of it, the way he's singing them, especially in that first verse, Slow. is very just kind of not structured. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like he's going with the flow. Yeah. Um, which I, which is cool. I don't really like listening to the tri record too much at this point mm-hmm. because I don't like the way the drums sound at all. Lucas. They are tuned so high. You're tuned so high. They're just so high. Like the toms, the small tom is super high. The snare is super high. Not the toms and the snare. And both, yeah. And so I don't really love the sound of it. Well, he's he's tuning those high all the way to the bank. So <laughs> yeah. he's no, just I, fine. I'm just saying, this, for me, it's it's not my favorite thing. It's also interesting, when it's the trio, there's a lot more room for Steve Jordan to take up space. For Pino's all over the place on this song. If you listen mm-hmm. to the bass line, he is just like going going to town. Um, because there's nothing else. Yeah. There's nothing else to compete with. No other elements that he's bringing mm-hmm. into the mix. So each and each of those three instruments need, has to occupy more space. Otherwise, yeah. it gets a little thin. I actually do hear that. Yeah. So there's one thing I realized. And I, I, I personally like the other layers. Mm-hmm. So I miss the other things that would come into it. I mean, I can appreciate song. both. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate some something that's a little more simple. Yeah. And I can appreciate when there's a lot more going on. Well, yeah. So like last week, I played with, with Ben. We did Marsh Davis show. We had a horn section and a percussionist and then the mm. three of us. And then this week I'm playing with the honey. It's just the trio. So well, no one else will fit on that particular stage. So <laughs> do you want me to sit in on tambourine for a song? Because uh, I've got a great outfit. Only sleigh bells. Damn. You need some sleigh bells, yeah. I have some on my door. You really do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, feedback from Instagram. Okay. So first, uh, this is a 77% play. 23% skip ratio. I think it's about what I expected after I saw the comments when people heard what song we were going to do next. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not what I do next. Now I read stuff. Um, at the Real Slim KDO said, Ugh, such Ooh. a banger. Oh, okay. I know. I was like, oh, Slim Katie always agrees with me. But she just tricked me with the Ugh. Right. Beach Cat said something wildly unrelated to okay. the song, but funny because we've talked about Sleigh Bell so much. Why does John not have a Christmas album? What I want to know is what from this song made her ask that question. (laughs) But it's just the time of year. (laughs) Well, also another kind of green. Green Green is a very Christmas Christmas color. Yeah, absolutely. And I love a good Christmas album. Okay. From anyone. I love Christmas. Mm -hmm. I like Christmas music. I don't love it. There's some that I love. And I'm just like... Has John even ever covered a Christmas song? I bet he has at least one. I think I feel like he sang a Christmas song on current mood. Like, you know, like in part. Mm-hmm. Do you know that off the top of your head? That would have been something good for us to research in advance. I don't because I don't like Christmas music. Here's my theory on Christmas music and music in general. Mm-hmm. If it's good, I'm going to listen to it all year long. No, that doesn't make any sense. So, like, I don't like, oh, I really like, so Assuming We Survive was my number one band on Spotify Wrapped. Mm-hmm. I don't like, oh, I really like them, so I'm going to listen to them in October. Okay, stop. And then put it away. That's ridiculous. If these I, Christmas songs Mariah are so Carey's, good, why don't you listen to them in March? All I want for Christmas is you is a great song. But I don't want to listen to it in August. Then it's not that good. No, it's, oh, I'm moving on. If it's a good song, like, if the, I understand uh, what you're saying, but the Christmas songs are just the same songs, new people singing them. They are Christmas songs. They're songs for Christmas time. Right. So, Except for Mariah Carey. She, like, invented that song. So what people like about them is what I'm saying mm-hmm. is not 
the music mm-hmm. it's a feeling it's a tradition, like tradition it's a vibe memories. oh yes oh now i'm in the christmas mood wait what does this have to do with john but this because you said he doesn't do a christmas song we should know no, that I, like, I don't like christmas music i so said i, I, I don't that. i don't know oh, okay I, but i feel like given how much i love christmas uh-huh. it would be on my radar okay like i know he was on the car soundtrack because Caden oh, okay. loved cars, and that's on my radar. Ra- my radar, my radar, and he's saying Route sixty six, which in that song they say the city San Bernardino. Yes, and you don't hear. We don't live in that city, but we're in San Bernardino we're County. Adjacent we're adjacent. To San Bernardino. You, you work in San Bernardino. Uh, no, don't remind me. I work for the county of San, San Bernardino. Bernardino yeah, so yeah. you don't hear that song referenced a lot, or the city in the news. Um, or if you do, it's usually for something bad. So it just you know stands mm. out. So I feel like it would have caught my attention, but anyways. I just took one of the I don't hit on 19 quotes. Uh-huh. At Kalen underscore staple said, I don't hit on 19 is by far one of the coolest lyrics I've heard. Blackjack reference. And I agree. I just agree with myself also that it's a little hurtful. Yeah, I think I think you're right. It's the putting the numbers to it that seems to make things really challenging. I mean, I but, but also it's just, it, you're saying like, yeah, you're not perfect, but I'm not willing to risk it. Like, it, I don't even know if it's a number thing on this one. And, and I think may, a good rule of thumb is to avoid numbers right. and rating. And maybe it's about phrasing it positively versus phrasing it negatively. Like, you're so, we're, our relationship is so close to perfect. Why right. would we want to mess with it? Yeah. Risk damaging it. I don't know. Just like, say less. Yeah. As the kids say. Um. Yeah. I don't know. At La Fletch Borgo? Says, not as familiar with this one as the rest of the John Mayer canon will definitely listen. Representing the many that were like, what are you talking about with the song? It is a deep cut. First of all, Try is a deep cut album, right? I would agree with that. I didn't mess with it when it came out that much. I was Mm. like, what is this? And then of the songs on it, this one, like I said, doesn't particularly stand out for any reason. It wasn't a single. There's very, he never performs it live, Mm -hmm. right? So just as far as like... This is about as deep as the cut gets. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. At Vanessa Valeska says, great song. The lyrics are brilliant, but the trio are awesome. When you hear them play, it's like hearing a full band, which you would disagree with, I guess. I mean, I think I think they're awesome, too. I don't like, you know, I just like the other version. I like the Sob Rock Tour version of him. He's got three guitar players That's on hard stage like. and the percussion That's hard and the background like. vocals and two keyboard players. Yeah. Roby 71 says, this is, I can't wait to say this. Does it count if I still have my AKOG poster from Maircraft, which... Oh, was the cruise. We've never talked about that. No. That's all. I don't have anything to say about the it. Ma- the Maircraft <laughs> carrier. I'm just surprised we haven't talked about it. Did I know it was happening when it happened? Did I try to get on it? Although I have a fear of boats, oh, so okay. I won't because pirates, sharks, and icebergs. I just think you're like... It's just like you're asking to get injured, yeah, frozen. You, I've seen Titanic. You know all those cruise ships getting hijacked by pirates. You know, everyone laughs, but, it, you know, it happens. Not in places <laughs> like we would be cruising. Right. But also, then when COVID happened and everyone on cruise ships got COVID. Got stuck on the ship. Yes, and they wouldn't let them out. No, I'm not going on like a floating thing. You know, you're about to go on a cruise. This is I really rude of me. I am about to go on a cruise, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, Cruises I- are Awesome. I've been fun. on a cruise before. I we we had a wonderful time. I just feel trapped and claustrophobic. I think. Oh, the the boat is so big though. Yeah, it's the boat that we're going on. It's basically like being in like in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Like there's just so much to do. So many places. Like I'm honestly like didn't even want to get off the boat. 
like when we landed, I was like, we're just gonna stay on the boat the whole time. Mm-hmm. But then my fa- it's a family vacation, and uh, you know, my sister and everybody wanted to yeah. get off to the boat and explore. So I was like, okay, well, we'll do that a little bit. But really, what I'm looking forward to is just the time on the boat. Yeah, I'm sure there won't be any sharks or pirates or icebergs on your cruise. I'm pretty sure there's no pirates just chilling off the coast of Long Beach. So we'll see. At for reals three said that this gem flies under the radar. Nope, this gem flies under a lot of people's radar. I love it. I can't even read tonight. At Heidi Stroll Romero. You don't have glasses on this way. I am nearsighted, you clown. I only wear my glasses when I drive. How dare you tell them I? Oh no, I've told them I have glasses. We've talked about you wearing glasses extensively. Several times. Yeah, yes. I get confused when I've talked about the the second podcast. And right. Someone's like, "We already said that," and then on my other one, they go, "No, we didn't." I'm like, "Oh, I said that to Lucas. Sorry." Mm-hmm. At Heidi Stroll Romero said. See, this is how you get quoted when you mention Jill. Thank you, Jill, for reminding me how much I like this song. That's great, Heidi. Now, I hate the song, but I'm glad, that, <laughs> I'm glad that I did that for you. I think he's saying that relationships are hard and they will have ups and downs. Lots of relationships end because people think something else better is out there, and maybe it is. But many times it's just a sign they need to work through some things with their partner. Also, get ready. I know this is not a Taylor Swift podcast. Yeah, the, yeah it is. <laughs> Winky face emoji. But I find it funny and ironic that he says the line, I don't hit on 19. Mm-hmm. I know that can't possibly be what he is referencing because this song predates that by right. many years and right. it's clearly a card reference. Mm-hmm. I just find it ironic. Favorite lyric, you don't need to lose it to know you had it good, which is my favorite lyric. So Heidi and I are on the same page a lot. That she basically just said the things that I said about it, right? Yeah. Did you read that? Did you steal her intellectual property? Because that was a comment. That was not a DM. Um, so I, Ooh, Heidi, Sue Lucas. I actually did go to the comments and I did see that, mm-hmm. but I had already had that idea. Yeah, I, I told you the very first, time, first time I listened to it, I was like, Taylor would disagree. Yeah, that's right. That's right. At Nikki Harry Force said, "Great choice, Jill. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Nick Harry Four. His name's <laughs> not Nikki. I'm really struggling tonight. Miles." Oh, Miles, I'm sorry. Miles Penoski said, in my top 10 from him for sure, such an amazing song. The So Go and Drift Away With Me bridge is mm-hmm. one of my favorite moments in any Mare song. Pino's bass work alongside Steve's masterful drumming really drive home the lyrical emotion of the bridge. And I'm going to say that I agree with all of that. <laughs> yeah. And that is listener feedback. There you go. Isn't it funny that so often we do have to lose it to know we had it good yes it's so easy to start taking things for granted Mm -hmm. you know it's always good to be as self-aware as possible take a self-inventory really remove yourself out of a situation i'm a big stick with the devil you know person Mm. which isn't how i would refer to a relationship i was thinking more like about jobs and stuff right right. so my tendency i use that phrase all the time though so that makes sense to me yeah i I was like that sounds like terrible like if you're dating someone don't stick with them because you know them well i'm teaching hamlet right now right in in, in my english class and so the to be or not to be soliloquy Mm -hmm. is the greatest like example of the devil choosing the devil you know like yeah he's like i don't want to be alive anymore but i don't know what happens when you die yeah so I'm going to stick it out even though I'd rather be dead. Right. Because like, I'm afraid of what happens. So Yeah. Yeah. Deli, you know. Preach. Yep. Time to rate the song. I'm interested to have this discussion. Okay. Uh, Jill. Is this a John Mayer who sings the quiet songs? Or is this a John Mayer who turns the ladies on? I'm going to share my number before I share the Instagram followers. Okay. Because I think it's a 50-50. Okay. And the split was 46-54. 46 okay. quiet, 54 turns the ladies on. Mm-hmm. I think that the underlying tone mm-hmm. and John were getting, like kind of like what you said who wrote this song, is a, man, you have me. 
I'm a 21. You're 19. <laughs> but I don't hit on a 21, so you're in luck. Right. So we're going to stay together. Now, am I boiling it all down to my annoyance with one line and mm-hmm. being unfair? Absolutely. But I think that that's half of it. And then the other half is it's a, there's some genuine, this is what would happen if we were to break up. Yep. You know, that the core message of the song mm-hmm. that you shouldn't be like, you know, jumping from relationship to relationship because you think it's going to be better somewhere else. I, I can see. So it was hard for me. And that's why I gave it a 50 50. What about you? I totally understand the conflict, and I could mm-hmm. make a case for either side. I think exactly. it is very divided. Yeah. I, I am not a person who splits mm-hmm. the answer. I always make a definitive answer. That is you, and yes. that is not me. And my definitive answer is that this is the John who turns the ladies on. Really? Yeah. If I, when push came to shove, mm-hmm. I would go quiet song. So, I, again, I understand I can make a case both ways. Yeah. But for me, this is him being trying to reassure a partner that I'm not going anywhere. Maybe yeah. he does it clumsily. Mm-hmm. But the the impetus here is like, hey, you, you're great. I'm here. Kind what of. we have is great. Yeah. You I'm know? not going anywhere. You shouldn't go anywhere. Yeah. Because you are almost a perfect hand. And and that kind of stability and commitment can be very sexy to some people. I mean, now, it's it... terrifying to others. Mm-hmm. But for some people, like, yeah, I want a guy who's like, I am here. I'm not going anywhere. You yeah. Know? No, that would be a good thing. Yeah. People should should want that well some people don't that gets claustrophobic and like oh. they should go to counseling yeah, they should as go. we all should <laughs> that was a judgment i was just like hey it's fun for everybody mm-hmm. okay so um oh you asked me the question i want to ask myself uh, okay jill how much does this song make you love john mayer i'm preparing for a low answer see what had happened was it was a five. Oh, because wow. i was like love this song yeah. always liked it love john mayer trio let's do this and then I prepared for the podcast, and it was like a four. And then we've done the podcast, and mm-hmm. now I'm probably like at a three, three point five. It seems to be sliding because, but it's hard. Because anytime I, do I try like to say song. something nice about it, you're just like, I no, know, but it's I'm not. you today. We yeah. switched places. What did you? What would you give it? Uh, you know, I, I already told you this is a song I skip. It's not my yeah. not my favorite song. I like it better than Badging Gun. I like it better than. Um, I like it better than Badging Gun. Uh, I would agree with that. Wild Blue, which is another song that we've done that I didn't like. I see. It's I've had this song. I've been singing it for so long. I, I think I want to say I like it better. Than, that that's not my question. My mm-hmm. question isn't Jill. Do you like this song? How much and why? It's how mm-hmm. much does this song make you love John Mayer? So yeah, um, I guess it's like a kind of a split. Part of it makes me like him. Part of it uh, is just like it's like whatever. It's a, again so much of this is context, right? As I age, as I get old, I understand. Um, you know, so there's a, a, a whole thing about how people my age are who come from my genre of music, from my scene, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, the pop punk, the punk, the post hardcore type stuff, mm-hmm. have like pivoted to country music in their old age. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like, you're doing right now. and it's like so different musically. <laughs> but here's the thing I'm not 20 years old anymore. Mm-hmm. And so the new music in that genre, in those genres, are being made by 20 year olds because that's how music works. Mm-hmm. And we just don't have the same. They don't speak to me in the same way it does when I'm 20. Mm-hmm. Now Kat's making country songs about loving your wife and like, you yeah. know, taking not taking your family for granted and stuff like, yeah. hey, I, I, I understand that. That's where I am in life, right? Yeah. So part of that is like, as I change, so do my tastes. Mm-hmm. And so 24-year-old me was right here. Yeah. Right here and had no problems. 40, almost 43-year-old me mm-hmm. is like, it's 
kind yeah. of there. Yeah. It's kind and of there. And when you're I'm that age, it. people are breaking up and going for like greener pastures. Oh, yeah, absolutely. More than when you're like an adult because you're an adult. So, you know, like that's so that's the trend, the thing that switches. And where a lot of my friends are in that stage of like, this relationship is hard. Mm-hmm. Should I find something better? Yeah. Where I'm already committed. I'm married. Mm-hmm. You know, like I have kids. I, I've committed to this woman. So my thing isn't like, should I find someone better? It's like, how do I make this thing better? Right? Yeah. Um, but if you're, you know, been dating for three months. Yeah. Just get out. And it's bad. Yeah. You can leave, right? There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. That's the whole point of dating, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, and being in a different place in life. So I'm in a different place in life now, as John is from mm. when he wrote this song. I know, I shouldn't be, I'm very upset with him this week. Maybe yeah. that's why I'm okay with him dating other people. Oh gosh. Because I'm like, we're reducing them to hands. Yeah. In, in blackjack? Really? That's what we're doing? Man, I'm not calming down. At least he said 19, right? He could have he said a lower number. 19. Well, then he would, he would hit on that. If it was no, he, he, he could just been like, I don't hit on 16. I'm risk averse. Like, I don't want to risk it. <laughs> it would hard to write something with risk averse. So you're probably right. There you go. Do you have any discussion questions? Uh, no, I don't. Do you? Well, we all know that I don't. <laughs> oh, well, all right, then. <laughs> it was one of our shorter podcasts. It's yeah. so enjoyable. Whose turn is it to pick? The people's. Oh, hey, Power peoples. to the people. Uh, if you're listening to this, you we probably already posted the hey give us a suggestion and we've moved on to the poll mm-hmm. of hey what to pick because it's hard to let them pick and then prepare and then record. Right, because the turn, turnaround time is pretty yeah. pretty close. I don't know, depending on what day you're listening, go to Atmere Studies, see if you catch the poll in time. Yeah. You should be at Atmere yeah, Studies. You should studies know constantly. The, the rhythm yeah. by now, guys. You should just be constantly. My there favorite for is stuff. when someone votes on uh, poll and uh-huh. then DMs me that they hit the wrong one. Oh my and god! And I'm like, I don't, guys. I'm, I've explained yeah. the math. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> but I also get it because you feel like compelled to explain yourself. Yeah. I've done that myself on some polls. If you do that, then you're gonna have to make a burner account and go in and vote again. <laughs> I could just have you do it since you always go in and vote. I do. Oh yeah, I manage like 24 different accounts. I literally could be fixing it that way. Yeah. All right, moving forward, I'll do that. Go ahead and keep DMing me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my bad. Well, I hope you guys have a great week. Thank you very much. Hey, we're going to be pretty close to the Christmas season by next time, right? Yeah. Are we taking Christmas week off? What day is Christmas we on? We should probably take Christmas week off, but it would be a delayed for them. Uh, Christmas is on a Sunday. This oh. is like a fascinating conversation we could have when we're, we're done recording. Yeah. Because I, I got Nevaeh's birthday and my birthday that week, too. And so one day you're going week. on a cruise, so. That's not until February. We got time. Oh, good, good. Valentine's Day. We're going to be on Valentine's Day cruise. Oh, cute. Yeah. Last last Valentine's, we were in Hawaii. This Valentine's, we're going to be in Cabo. I'll be, like, at work mm-hmm. being all, oh, I wish John Mayer my boyfriend. So, John, if you're listening. She needs a Valentine's date. I do. To uh, Francoise. <laughs> you have to say it fun. Francois. Francois. Very good. All right. See you guys later. Bye.